How many trees do you have? 5,000. How many people does it take to tend to 5,000 trees? Well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> you want to always pick a fight. Because they tried to destroy Who me, Phil. You talking about the network? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> look at that. You look, look like... at you. Look you at look you, like honey. a southern bell. I do. In I a, live in, in Texas. A, in a, in a, I thought you lived in Hawaii. I do. I live in both. Excuse me. One blue, one red. Right. One foot in each, bitches. <laughs> I don't know. I see, I see you're all warmed up. I am. You, I'm ready for you, but you ain't ready for me. That is, has always been true. Well, I mean, but I, mean, I you, love you. I love you too, because because you're. Uh, did we start? Yeah, we're always. Oh, we're on the air. Well, I would hardly call it the air. Whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> we're a broadcasting. Uh, you don't know that. It doesn't matter. I don't know. The point of this show is that it is exact the conversation that we would have if we weren't on the air, and it will be. But we are. But and and that's the one of the greatest things about you is that unlike most people in this world. Oh, your dirty hands. Did you wash your dirty hands before I, you stick them in the ice? Because I, I have a thing about germs. You know what? You want me to get a whole bunch of new ice? If you say you washed your hands after you peed, I'm going to accept your apology. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> also, I have the ice specially treated with a chemical. That kills I my, bet you did a Monsanto derived kills character. my pee. Should I do that? I bet I mean, you did. You're all pro-chemical and pro-Monsanto and all that crazy shit. I'm so not. You know that. Are you shitting me? The shit you say drives me berserk. Okay, I have a... You can attack me on many things. No, I'm not going to attack you. I, I'm just no, no, conversing. But I'm just, I'm just, I, Listen, I know, but wait, I want to. No, 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 give me your I need hand. to straighten you out on no, something. No, straighten me. Yes, because bitch, you, you, you don't even know. Okay, no, you okay, won't straighten but, me but out. I, I'm 70. If I want No, put your hand down right there. Do it. No. Put your hand there. Why? What are you going to do? Slap I'm going to cover it with mine, and I'm going to tell oh, okay. you that I <laughs> okay. love you. Wow. What a 180 that was. I love okay. you, and I don't want I, to hurt you. Leave your you fucking too. hand there. I washed mine. <laughs> oh, oh, that's Listen, right. In... I love you, and what? I want to bring everybody together to see they're getting screwed and robbed. Okay? Now, are we on the same page with that? Yeah. Okay, now let's well, talk. All right. Uh I have a lot of videotape that if I wanted to go into the archives, I could send you where I pretty much alone in media, was questioning the pharmaceutical industry and people like Monsanto. I was early part of the century with the show. I know was Yeah, so I'm not the guy to hit that hit with the, you you're nothing. for Monsanto. But what I was, about the vaccine shit? And I've been way out on the limb on that one too. You were wrong. I don't know which, what, I don't know what your stance on vaccines is, so why don't you tell me yours and I'll tell you mine and we'll see who's wrong. They're trying to fucking kill us. They're trying to? Yeah, that's why they're giving us the vaccines. I don't think they're trying. Well, they <laughs> are killing that. us. Uh, well, it's much more complicated. They hate us. Who hates us? The pharmaceutical industry? No, actually. The, the fucking crazy-ass psychopath billionaires. They hate the regular people. Okay, Bernie. <laughs> 
So, but you're not one of the regular people. You, look at you. You're a Southern Belle. You're, you're like in a Tennessee Williams play, and you're the... Uh, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Right. Look, you could play that I today. I kind of am. You could still be Blanche Dubois. I love that character. I'm sure. What a writer. You know that nobody under like 50 knows who Tennessee Williams is. I know it's sad, it's, huh? It is very sad. What about our age? It's so horrible because... So horrible. The references, nobody gets the... Fr- I told my daughter-in-law, I was talking about Lenny Bruce, and she goes, I swear to God, and I have to recreate it. Wait. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> How old is she? 34. 34. Well, I must say, Lenny Bruce was even before my time. <gasps> what? Really? Yeah. I'm, oh, definitely. How old are you? 67. You're only so three Lenny, years younger Lenny than me. Lenny Bruce died, I think, in 1969. Um, yeah. But I don't, I think, it could have been 66, something like that. I think it was 69. Okay, but I don't think he had been working. He had been. No, he hadn't been working. Okay, they had so like, crazy. he was not somebody as a kid I would see on Ed Sullivan. You know, no. or, you know, Merv Griffin or something. Uh-uh. So he was just this, this, but because I was a kid interested in comedy, he was, I knew he was a comedy god. And, I, you know, Lenny Bruce, you know, they talked about him like that, other comics. But when I actually went to listen, it reminded me that comedy does not really pass through the ages very well. It, it, it's. Oh, it does, though. I disagree. Some of it, it's. Okay, not Lenny a lot of Bruce, it. okay, getting real, real and. Let's have another swig so we can relax. I'm all for that, sister. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my Uncle Frank. Uh, do my big daddy impression. Okay. <laughs> okay, she says yes. Let's see it. <clears throat> so how is, so what, now you live in what part of Texas? I live in the uh, outside of, uh, what's it called? Houston? What's that fucking town? Austin. Austin. About an hour out of there oh in the God, hills. Oh, my God, I was just there. How much do you love it there? <laughs> Percentage-wise, I do like Austin. I do. Everybody likes Austin. It's, did you, you go know, to Joe's Club? N- no, I didn't. I did his podcast, oh. but then I had to do a show that night, and, uh, you know, I had to go to Dallas the next day, so, you know you me. You should have went to the club. Well. They got Mitzi's room in there. He made a whole bar oh, I know. for Mitzi's, Mitzi's room. He's got Mitzi's room. The bar is called Mitzi's room. Oh. And there's a picture of Mitzi with a table. It's like Mitzi's spirit lives on there. And so, it's like everyone is trying new shit, real offensive out there. Really? Shit. Yeah, good. And I love it. And the audience is like eating it up, even though of they're course. blue. They're blue voters. But right. they have open minds. And well, I'm saying my worst Democrat jokes, and they're loving it. That's one reason I love places that are cities in red states, because you get a mix of both things. And the country, I think, does need both things. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah, you go to Charlotte or someplace like that, and it's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're in North Carolina, but it's a very blue city. But it's not so blue that they got the stick up their ass. You know what yeah. I mean? I think one thing we both don't like is people with a stick up their ass. Okay, it's like blue mixed with red, commie, equals purple. You know what I'm saying, Bill, with the hair and the whole thing? It's beyond blue. It's the next step towards Stalinist. Wait, what what are we talking about? about? Well, I have to get my cigs. Where's my fucking cigarettes? Did I forget my cigarettes? 
Well, I have to go get my cigarettes. Yeah. Okay, they're over there. I'll be right back. Yeah. We have cameras that will follow you all over the room. Oh, good. I'm going to take a leak, too. A leak? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you have to. So you're moving pretty good for 70. Yeah, because I went to Joe Rogan's doctor, and they hyped me up on all this testosterone. No. And it's changed my life. Are you for serious? Real. Are you fucking with me? No, I ain't. Uh-uh. Because I know Joe is a big proponent. I know. Of that. We I had that discussion once on his show, and I am of the school that I, I wouldn't do it because if you do have cancer cells in your body, yeah. it can accelerate their growth. And we all do have some cancer cells. You know, we all have something, everything bad. We Fart all have, cancer. Yeah. <laughs> she says that she lights the cigarette. Yes. Don't, don't, don't underscore my joke. You're right. You're right. But you got it at least. Half of my life, nobody gets what I'm saying if it's a joke or serious or what. Really? Your boyfriend doesn't get you? Of course. How could you be with him for that long if he didn't If he didn't love every, you know, joke you make? I mean, it's, he's got he to be. He gets 70%. I guess that's all you can expect from a man. It's huh? the most I've ever had from any guy. 70%. Yeah. Yeah. But my sons. <laughs> I'll take 70. Look, my sons, though, they get 90. 90? Yeah, they get my shit 90%. No. You know who what else you... gets my shit 90%? He even gets it 98%. Oh, who? Tony Hinchcliffe, that fucker. Who? The comedy assassin, I call him. Tony Hinch- Tony Hinchcliffe. Don't know him. That does that that podcast, Kill Tony. Oh, it's I don't so know. It's so fun, Bill. you got to oh, watch that. I will. He brings on new comics, which is why I like it, because it's Mitzi-like, you know. These people come up, and they audition for one minute. They got their fresh, you know, like we used to do for five. And so, and then we get to judge them. <laughs> you know, and he roasts them like a guy, like they put them on a spittle. And oh. he just likes to see the fat drip off them, you know. But then I don't want to do that because I'm so rich and glamorous and famous. It wouldn't right. be right. It wouldn't be right. No, so you're, it's true. I just try to encourage them and, you know, say what I think they could correct because that's more motherly, right? <clears throat> So, but it's a fucking blast, and you should be on there as a judge. Well, now that I got the... It's the the, number one podcast behind Rogan. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're edifying me on on all this. I know you've got to get hipper, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Our whole generation is all fucked up and crazy and lazy. Which one, ours or that? Yeah, ours. We're all fucking mentally deranged. We're not nearly as mentally deranged <laughs> or as lazy as the kids. That's you, true. Okay, I'm that's glad true. we agree yeah, on okay, that. Okay, we that's a great They're they're deranged. <laughs> they're well, fucking beyond deranged. Well, they don't take care of their kids, and that pisses no, me off. We're two generations into the rot, really, in society because they just—it's uh, not the kids' fault. They were just raised wrong. Everybody raises their kids a little wronger. <laughs> and then you get to this where there's like... Talk about... There's just no boundaries. No. This, <laughs> it's all fucking bitterness and recrimination. Just, just ins- there's no fucking forgiveness no matter how much money you That's give the too. bastards. Oh. <laughs> That's what I found. With kids, your kids? Yeah. They With, never uh, will forgive me. 
ever, no matter where I buy them for a what? fucking house, they don't forgive, forgive me. Forgive me for what? For the fucking years of fame that I put them through. <laughs> That's what they say. Really? Yeah. But they're you, all well, libtards. My daughters are all libtards. But thank God I have two sons that are patriots of this country. <laughs> I remember when you were a socialist. <laughs> I still am. That's what's so funny. I love it. You're like a socialist Nazi. It's it's a it's an interesting. High... I'm not a Nazi. I'm kidding. Remember when because me and was... you just got in that fist fight at the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> <laughs> Fist fight at the Playboy Mansion. You'd think I would remember a thing like that. All right, you know, by the aviary there. I, the aviary. Yeah, the, the the zoo in the back. With yeah, the mon- when the monkeys we were both and- drunk and all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you called me something and I called you something. You remember that? I, I don't, I don't, but I'm not denying it. <laughs> in fact, I love that it happened. Yeah. I love that I got into a fist fight with Roseanne. I but- socked you right in the jaw. And you hit me back. No, I didn't. I always hit men first to see if they'll hit me back. Yeah, you did. No wonder I don't. Right in the shoulder. No wonder I don't remember this. No shit, you blocked it out, MK Ultra. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? That's the mind control program you're under, Bill. MK Ultra? Yeah, MK Ultra mind control. Are you kidding me, Nara? Do you really think I'm under a mind control? I do. Is there a conspiracy theory you don't believe? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I tell the truth. <laughs> Everything I say, what? people like you is always laughing at me, and then it I, comes but, true, and but, you never go, oh, I'm sorry I made fun of you, Roseanne. You was right. You, but, how come you never say that, Bill? Because names, I'm always right. Name, you're not always right. I am so. <laughs> you have some, I mean, I don't know. Well, you, by your own admission, remember. You, you're going to say I'm mentally ill, which I say I am. Well, then why are we having this discussion? Because you have to listen to the mentally ill, as the Zohar says. Well, that's a circular argument. As the Zohar says, in these days, the Zohar, the Holy Jewish. Who's that? The Holy Jewish. Is that the thing in Big where he goes, makes Yeah, but in reality. Really, you believe in that? Of course, I've read it. You should read it. The thing in the movie Big? Sort of. All, all of, but they make it a cult and they put it in their movies because oh. they're Satan worshippers. So are a cult? No, they're Satan. <laughs> they're Satan worshippers from Babylon. They're they're the reptiles. Long Island? No, they're the reptile people, Bill. Oh, the lizard people. The, yeah, the reptiles. Yes, I know that um, QAnon especially believes that um, there are a lot of a lot of the world's elite. Uh, Queen Elizabeth was a lizard person. Um, George Bush. George W. Bush was a, there are people who um, are, you know, they normally, when we see them, they're out there in a suit and tie and they're speaking. No, it's not that. They're actually lizards. They're actually. Well. And once in a while you catch them in a blurry photograph of someone and you just, you know, the. I don't believe all that. Oh, no. But I believe that something affects you after thousands of years of inbreeding. Well, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you could endure thousands of years. Well, I think, you know I think how they a, used to make a king in in uh, in uh, the old world. You know, the world of pharaohs. Egypt. Yeah, Egypt, and before Egypt, it used to come from a brother and a sister what mating. Did? How you make a a, a, child. a royal prince or yes, a king? Yes, the pharaohs were victims of inbreeding. That is true. Yeah. Right? right, so it went on for hundreds of 
hundreds of uh, centuries. Right. So that DNA thing is different from other humans except the Jews, which also inbreed. No, I'm kidding. And so do people well, in Kentucky. That was my joke. But no, the pharaohs and that line, they're really super inbred with their DNA. Yes, they were. Right. That's true. And, and it, of course, drives you mad and um, makes you like have a shittier immune system, you know, yeah. you're susceptible. And, and I mean, psychopathology, I yes, think. Because right. they think they can, like, decide why, how many millions of people will die next year and the stocks will go up. That's why I think people are generally attracted to people who don't look like them. I know that's true in my case. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm Irish, fair-skinned. That's, like, the one type I don't like. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I think that's because <laughs> my DNA is saying, you know, mate with this one because the, the, it's less likely the kids will come out. You know, like you? <laughs> <laughs> you still got it. You still got it. I'm loving that I still got it. You still got it. And totally. I go on, I'm going on stage there at I mean, Joe's. I mean, it's so you're, fun. You're, I you, love it. You got a lot of nutty ideas, but you're not nuts. That's a, I know that sounds like a distinction without a difference, but I swear to God, it's meaningful. I find it very ironic that you raise nuts. <laughs> yeah, in Hawaii, macadamia I mean, nuts are the perfect protein of all in the, the world. Of all the things to pick. Because it's Why? the perfect protein for the world. Why nuts? Because it could solve world hunger in 10 minutes. What? You know, I think deeply about these things, Bill. They're not a joke to me. What is it about nuts that spoke to you when you were thinking about raising them? Okay, I'm telling you, fool. Listen up. Listen up here. Because yes. of the macadamia. I bought it. I bought my farm sight unseen because it was... Uh, a farm that had several thousand macadamia nut right. trees. Right. And I was intrigued once I read that, uh, well, because my son's kind of, it, it all goes back to my son having severe learning disabilities and they had a school in Hawaii. So I sent him there and so I bought a farm so I could wow. be by my son. That's where it comes from. Wow. Okay, so I thought, well, I'm going to do something useful to the world. So macadamia nuts i researched them so it was perfect protein for for the mm. human and it's so uh easy to grow and it is uh, rich in all the right fats that, for brain mm. you know to develop your brain and to uh, fuel your body and like you know all the good stuff all the good fats all the good proteins and very low in carbohydrates high in energy and you know, I just got intrigued by, man, this could feed so, the world. Kinda, so many, I got really many, altruistic over it. How many trees do you have? 5,000. 5,000? Mm -hmm. And how many people does it take to tend to 5,000 trees? Well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> it's just you? <laughs> yeah. Me and, like, 4,000 wild pigs that I have to, like, you well, know, I have to shoot them because they're, they're attacking me. So I have had to become a huntress. Wait, 
Four thousand? What are you, you're joking? You're no, I'm what, not what, joking. What are you doing? Four thousand pigs? Well, because or it's in, overrun in, by wild pigs because the, of the nut trees. Because I can't harvest them because they're so labor can't, intensive. You can't, you can't keep animals out with a fence. I've got a fence. It goes under the ground. The pigs are so smart. You know, I call them the uniparty, the repiglicans. That's what they are. They'll go, if you think you're going to keep them out with a fence, electric fence that goes under what, the earth, so you're they, not. What are they, they want what you have. Uh, okay, but, <laughs> boy, it's like they're pigs. Yeah. Um, but what, so they tunnel under the fence? Oh, they'll do anything. But what I do you saw mean, this and, one bitch. But specifically. She knew she couldn't get through. They're so fucking smart. Okay, but you say No, wait, let me tell you. They're so fucking, they're smarter <laughs> than humans. Listen. Okay, it's either. They're uh, smarter than humans. I seen this one big old pig bitch. She couldn't get into what I have. She's got 9,000 fucking acres around her. But she's got to come where I am where she ain't wanted. See, because she's a repiglican. A sow, right? Yeah. So she puts her little tiny baby through the hole in my fence. She squishes him through, pushes him through. Like an anchor baby. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like that. (laughs) And I see them pushing their babies to the fence, and I am overrun by wild pigs. And you say there's 4,000? There's so many fucking hundreds of them. Every time I come home and go up my driveway... There's more of them, and they're looking at me too. But, First, they used to scatter, but how do you? But now they stand there, going, "What are you looking at?" But who counted them? Me. I got obsessed. Four thousand. I mean, I, I, I want to know how you actually count four thousand wild pigs in a forest by yourself. That does seem like it's a that you probably didn't do that. I'm estimating. <laughs> yeah, it was like a perfect Jack Benny. I'm estimating. How great was that guy? Also before my time, but oh, I... Oh, my I, time too, but I did get right, to see him but, on TV. But that's the thing. When you're when you're a, a aspiring comic as a kid, uh-huh. you are want to be a student of the past ones too. And Okay, and, let's get to the real deal. Uh, <laughs> let's cut to the chase here because this is what I really was... Excited. Cosby, I think he did it. Uh, oh, no, no. I was, I was wanting to talk about him... Cosby, okay, let's talk about him. But, okay, okay. wait. I, I don't even know about what he, and that taking that off the table, they did, taking what all that shit off the table. Yeah. They did violate his civil rights because he signed that paper saying, I will only testify to the truth that's, that's why if he, I am not prosecuted. That's why he got and out And they of, agreed. That's why, he, yes. That's why they overturned the shit yes. because they tried, they yes. came back on him after they agreed they They've, was never going to come. So they, they violated uh, him. Okay, but what they did is they fucked up the procedurals. Right. And that counts, that's our system. And he did serve three years that yeah. by the strict rule of the law, he shouldn't have served any time because you're right. They, that's right. That, but So they got know, their pound we, of flesh. Can we call it poetic justice? Because he certainly deserved to serve probably more than three years considering. I mean, I was willing to let the first 50 go. <laughs> what it got higher than that, I was like, hey, I'm seeing a pattern here. Maybe this guy did do something. Um, yeah, it, it is amazing the way he was enabled through decades. Well, just the transcripts uh, of the trial that he admitted to are horrible. But the, the crimes that you can perform almost in broad daylight. Not almost. 
Christ, you know, it's like saying the emperor's naked and that used to shock people. Now it's like he's not happy enough to be naked in the streets <laughs> and not anybody say nothing. But now he like wants to walk down the street and just bend over and put his butt right up in our face. And we're not supposed to say nothing. Well, I don't think we're not supposed to say nothing. You know, I don't know why you have to, you seem to want to always pick a fight where I feel like. Because they tried to destroy me, Bill. Who's they? Oh, you're talking about the networks? Yeah. Hey, I know. I know you. I always felt for you. I mean, for people who don't remember it too young, Roseanne was the biggest thing. There was a rarely seen kind of comment that crosses the show business sky, like when she first went on The Tonight Show. It was now the, this is sound like a Jack Benny It toast. was the biggest like reaction. We had not seen anything like this, hit a nerve, whatever you want to call it. Then the biggest sitcom, and then comes back, what is it, 20 years later, 10 years later, something with 20. the reboot of the sitcom goes to number one again. <laughs> Try that, bitches. And then you tweeted something that I don't even know if you thought it was racist. It certainly was. It was not. Well, <laughs> okay, well. I thought the bitch was white. I know, that's what you thought. But that doesn't mean it isn't racist because obviously. She looks well, just like the fucking picture. You're, you're not going to get yourself out of this by, by reiterating that. And everybody's in power got to be made fun of. That's true. Mark, 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 mark. Fuck you. If you can't take a joke, fuck you, you fascist. That's how I feel, Bill. And I you mean, know what? But, I don't give a fuck what color your ass is. If you ain't doing right for your own people or anybody's right. people in this country where people are sleeping in the streets and it makes me fucking sick, then fuck you. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. You are offensive to me. You better take care of the people living and dying in these streets. Fuck off. I'm so sorry. But it just came out. No, no, I'm glad. That's what I want. I want it to come out. It's what do, what do old friends do when they get together. You can either have a blah, blah, boring, like, you know, chit-chat, small talk conversation, or you can, like, let it out. And, and, and I'm trying to tell you, like, I get what you're coming from. I, I also... I don't know how to do it other than just more say it. balls than anybody. I, that's because I'm a trans man, and people don't know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am though. I, no, you're not. You're not a man. You were never a man. We knew you from. You were a child star. You were on the Disney Channel. You were a little Rosie. Remember, little Rosie. I remember the character you did. You were really a, a witch, I think, of some kind. But but good, a good witch. Uh, from another planet, and somehow they they implanted all these crazy ideas in your brain, and cut to. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they really did. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what really happened, though? But you need to be a little more sensitive to, like, people who... I get it. I, I face the same I frustrations. Them. I want to set the captives free. Who's the captives? The fucking people that believe anything that comes across the TV. <laughs> but what? You're on TV sometimes. Except me. <laughs> Bill... <laughs> Help me, it's true. I'm here to tell you about Dr. Squatch, 
The traditional soaps just aren't cutting it anymore, all full things of chemicals that are awful for you and your skin. Plus, the scent is so aggressive. My point is, Dr. Squatch is all natural, and the scents are incredibly pleasant. Dr. Squatch is different than traditional soaps. They use high-performance natural products, have no harmful ingredients, and have you looking and smelling your best. This is the perfect holiday gift, stocking stuffer or a treat-yourself purchase. Right now, buy three soaps and get three soaps for free. That's $28 in savings, making each bar just four bucks. Offer valid for new customers only and free shipping is included. Right now, Dr. Squatch is offering our listeners huge savings. All new customers will get three free bar soaps plus free shipping with any purchase of three bars. Just go to drsquatch.com slash random to receive this buy three, get three offer. That's drsquatch.com slash random to buy three soaps and get three free. It's time to get all the daily routine essentials you'll need to start feeling good and smelling like a new man today. Club Random is brought to you by the Stash Monkey. Stash Monkey is a patented, airtight, and odor-resistant box that's practically the Fort Knox of your personal belongings. We're talking prescription medications, recreational goodies, and anything else you'd rather keep away from prying eyes and curious noses. The dual smell-proof, high-grade silicon seal lid includes a resettable combination lock to secure your items, allowing you to take it with you anywhere. Stash Monkey keeps your items fresh, neutral, and moisture-free because it's water-resistant. Stash Monkey's crafted of the highest quality materials designed to withstand daily use, making it a reliable storage companion for years to come. It's also easy to clean and it's dishwasher safe. I got a Stash Monkey myself and can safely say I feel assured that when I'm away, my dogs won't be partying without me. Save up to 30% off Stash Monkey with this exclusive offer. Go to StashMonkey.com and use the code MONKEY. That's StashMonkey.com or text the word MONKEY to 511-511 to save up to 30% off your order plus receive free shipping. Text MONKEY to 511-511 and place your order today and receive your Stash Monkeys in time for the holidays. Remember to text MONKEY to 511-511 today. Terms, conditions, message, and data rates may apply. Club Random is brought to you by the audio marketing gurus at Radioactive Media. Okay, if you're in charge of a nationwide company, it's time for you to step up your game. Time to try something groundbreaking that will get noticed by utilizing new platforms to acquire customers and partner with shows like mine. You could enjoy lower CPMs, elevating your brand in a space away from your competitors. Generate up to nine times more leads by combining the power of audio and video channels with text messaging and generate an ROI as high as five, six, or seven to one. Radioactive media can create campaigns airing nationally on podcasts, terrestrial, satellite, and streaming radio. Club Random has been partnering with Radioactive Media since the beginning with clients such as Signal Wire, Heat Holders, Wine Enthusiast, and more, and they can create a customizable campaign for your company's needs. Radioactive believes so much in the power of audio marketing, they put their money where their mouths are by using it themselves, right here, right now. Their Radioactive Media exclusive Cyber Week deal was such a huge success, they were extending it through December 15th. Make sure you don't miss out on this exclusive Cyber Week deal. Go to RadioactiveMedia.com or text RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today. Terms, conditions, message, and data rates may apply. Let's face it, after a night of drinking, you don't bounce back the next day like you used to. 
You have to make a choice. You can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I tell you about Z-Biotics. If you're committed to your healthy routine this year, you need Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. You know, because those guys party like rock stars. These wild men told me that when you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. And Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut, where you need it most. Just remember to drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol. Drink responsibly and get a good night's sleep to feel your best tomorrow. Go to zbiotics.com/random to get 15% off your first order when you use random at checkout. You can also sign up for a subscription using my code so you can stay prepared no matter the time or occasion. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee, so if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/random and use the code random at checkout for 15% off. Thank you Zbiotics for sponsoring this episode. You are reminding me of a really warm wonderful memory which is you doing politically incorrect which when you were the biggest star in television and I had a little show that was getting 0.2 rating and you came into the show I think with Tom. I think he did it together. Did I? Yeah. Did we? And like the point of that show was like everybody should get a voice. Right. I, you know, I mean, even when you're nutty, I think you should be heard. Like I don't believe in any sort of circumcision of free speech. Oh, what a great that is a great word. Oh my <laughs> god, circumcision of free speech. Yeah, I didn't really mean it. I was just I think we have to remember that, uh, well, Americans, like after 9-1-1, you know, Bill? 9-11, you mean? Huh? <laughs> you called it 9-1-1. Oh. Well, it's an we, emergency. I know, but we, we did. At, at the How very, come they're alike? I remember at the beginning, we people were calling it 9-1-1. Yeah. But then it became 9-11 and has been that way for like 21 years. <laughs> but, you know, better late than never. 9-11. I hate saying it. Oh, it's just awful memory, but... Oh, yeah. But uh, I remember I didn't find out about it till nine one two. That's so weird, but it's true. <laughs> why? Why, why Gracie? <laughs> it is like that. <laughs> why, it yeah. It remind me. And, I've got, and I'm, I'm just like George Burns, I got the cigar. Why, um, why didn't you uh, find out about it until nine one two? Well, George. What? Well, George. It's like this, see? Another comedy uh, icon who were before my time, but I still knew. So brilliant. I remember when I was a I should talk about her, how fucking genius that woman was. Gracie Allen? Yeah. Well, it is true. Again, I didn't actually seem... I knew what the act was. She was the dumb blonde. It wasn't really dumb. You know, it always has to work out where the man looks like the asshole. It does have to work out. But I tried to change that paradigm because I didn't you want... You did. I didn't want Dan to look that you, way. You brought real truth, both in the stand-up and in the sitcom, to domestic American life. You also... I tell this every time... I tried. 
Every time people um, bring up that movie, Dolores Claiborne, uh-huh. I always say, I remember this very clearly. Roseanne was the first person to talk about how common child harassing is, whatever, the, <laughs> what's the right word? Whatever. Abuse? Yes, you know, uh-huh. yeah. And which is what that movie's about. Right. And I remember so clearly at the time, the reaction was, she's exaggerating, oh, come yeah. on. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was skeptical myself. I don't think I was like, oh, Roseanne's full of it. I was like, oh, I, did, I didn't, I did not know that. You were the one who like really put that out there and said, no, it's not a weird or rare thing. It's like, it's all through the culture. I guess it's been through every culture. It's a, yeah, forever. It's amazing how but we're just, horrible humans are that they can fuck well, children. Oh, let me. oh, they do worse than that. <laughs> Murder, I guess, is worse. I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, look at this! Look at this! Yeah. Oh, no, you got a no thing? One, yeah, good. No one. I had this all along. Oh, that's nice. I'm like Dorothy, who just remembered she could go home at any time. It is like that. So, I played the Wicked Witch in. Uh, in uh, The Wizard of Oz on Broadway, you know. Typecasting? Ah! Oh, my God, was it fun, though? <laughs> yeah, it was typecasting. Oh, the villain is always the fun oh, part. Oh, it was so fun. I got to fly on them fly things. Oh, right. Yeah, it was so awesome. I, I don't what, what year was this? Oh, one of those years. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got to run for president, too. Weird. I wanted to talk to you about that. But anyway, well, we'll go back. That's a whole other subject. Why don't you raise pot instead of nuts? Well, I tried, but they won't fucking legalize mm. the shit. Oh, you're in Texas. Yeah, but, neither but, Texas nor Hawaii will legalize me to sell my... Uh, not Hawaii? Uh-uh, they won't do it neither. Come on. Uh-uh, they won't. Wow. And it's a socialist state, and they won't do it. I'm surprised to hear you admit that. See, that's the thing. Your politics are so all over the map. One foot in blue, one foot in red. I know, but what does that add that's up? That's straddling the vast middle, bitch. I, well, okay. I, I <laughs> would concur with you that we need both sides. We need the vast middle. We need the vast middle, correct. How did they, how did I, they marginalize but, the vast middle? That's but, what I ask myself every day. But, but some of the things you say are not representative of the vast middle. No, I know, because I'm fighting on another <clears throat> level. Another level? I'm fighting up here on, in the penthouse of thought where wars are won and lost. I mean, people get at the truth through different means. I mean, some people are, are out with it. I think you and I are in that category generally. And we pay a big price for it sometimes. I mean, you know, yeah. people do not like to hear truth. They really don't. They say they do. They like it in theory. Well, I say they like it after the guy that told the truth has been tortured and murdered and stripped of his skin after 2,000 years. Then they think he's cool. Well, we could be a little rosier about it than that, can't but, we? But, I mean, they only like him 2,000 <laughs> years after they've died a, a tortuous death that they put him through. You know, it's just gross how I mean, people think. I consider myself a realist, but, you know, when it tips into that darkness, I don't know if that's realism either. Of course it is. 
We live in a fucking dark world ruled by Satan. You don't live in a dark world. You live in Hawaii and Texas. I don't, but the most of the world lives, I mean, and myself. I'm forced to live in this sphere where it's controlled by Satan the snake. Wait, a sphere that is ruled by Satanists? Yes. Who are the Satanists? Well, they're all over the place, but they don't know that they're doing it. Like who? Like name somebody. You know, just anybody. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. George Bush, Jeff Goldblum. I don't know what level. Were, were, were there, are they everywhere? The bank? Um, <laughs> who were who, who the Satanists? At the very top sits the Bank of International Settlements in Bern, Switzerland. The Bank of International Settlements? I've got my savings account with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, it's only it's only one hundred and forty-two thousand dollars, but still, are they in trouble of some kind? Are they? Yeah. Uh, they're caught at being an international cabal. Well, they were actually caught at that in two thousand and eight with the HSBC bank hack. Well, the whole the whole world economy collapsed in two thousand and eight. They That's weren't the correct. only ones. How smart you are to have noticed that about 2008. Let's clink a fucking glass on that. Okay, it's common knowledge, but thank you. So, But um, I didn't know you had that common knowledge. Well, yeah, I host a show about the news. It was kind of like the biggest story of that year. But okay. Um, well, I don't my, remember every God-blessed thing you utter. Well, <laughs> I'm con- I'm plainly. Cons- I'm consumed with myself as you are. Are you because still into Kabbalah? I know I know you're into Kabbalah. I'm into the Zohar, that thing you know nothing oh, about. Well, I love Big. <laughs> he, <laughs> I he could not have gone back to childhood if he wasn't with the Zohar. If you saw it, it would blow your mind. It tells about it tells us about the karma of ants. And anyway, that's the key. <laughs> the karma of ants, it's just, it's it is cool. a little ethereal. It's like, it's very it begs ethereal. for like a Woody Allen joke. Like, it kind of does. The karma of ants, but does it affect alternate side of the street parking is my, <laughs> <laughs> my question. Jokes are the greatest. The best. The greatest thing to save humanity. That's why I just love being back to comedy. They will not save humanity, but I'm No, great. I agree. We're done for. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... I remember uh, when ISIS was riding high. Do you remember after the Iraq war was over? Uh, I guess it was uh, Obama into Trump. Mostly Obama second term, I guess, mm-hmm. when ISIS was kind of like took over a, a caliphate, which, mm-hmm. you know, people were crazy. Thought Glenn Beck, who is crazy, uh, said they're looking to start a caliphate. And then they did, which, you know, Glenn Beck, I still think is crazy. But like when he's right about one, give him the credit. He yeah, did, you know, like he did say clock, that, like, and they, and they won't do that. That's what's the so greatest Im- quote. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Well, he, I don't think it was. I, truth I, I would, is true. I would give him a little more credit than that. He seemed to study that that subject quite well. I understand him completely because but, he is LDS, and I was raised in Salt Lake City, mm, Utah, amongst the exactly. LDS, and I totally understand what he's saying. And much of what he's saying is, uh, you know, I know that they'll forgive and excuse me for saying, but that is because of the deep teachings of the Zohar, which the Mormon church does teach as the pearl of great price. So you were both raised a Mormon. And a Jew. Orthodox Jew and Mormon at the same time. 
Okay, so you raised a Mormon and a Jew and also took a hood ornament right through the skull. Which do you think <laughs> fucked up your thinking more? <coughs> That's enough for you, young lady. You're cut off. All right, father. <laughs> yes, um, which fucked up your thinking more? Well, I wouldn't call it fucked up my thinking. I know, I was just teasing. I was teasing no, but about I understand the from, I understand from your world, which we call the singleton world. The singleton world? Yeah, that's our language. Singleton, meaning I'm not married? Meaning you have only one personality. I do. Or everybody. That you know of. Everybody or just me? Just you. Just me? Yeah. Everybody else has more? Well, I don't know, but you do speak the language of, of someone who isn't like severely divided although sometimes i think you might be severely divided because here's well, a test i always ask people take this test to see if you might be severely divided do you often say one thing and then do another never that's cool it's so easy not to maybe i did when i was younger and dumber i'm sure i did but it's a very easy once you're a mature adult and you know your capabilities and so forth, this no, I, mean, I never understand people who do that, who like promise something that they know they're not going to deliver on. Can't you foresee ahead two days or two weeks <laughs> when, you know, right? You know, it's like, like yeah. why you would never like tell a girl or you, I have a big dick if you didn't, because at some point, you know, then you're going to like, hey, you said you had a, I know, I, it was what I said to get you in bed, but now I'm in bed and, and you see, I don't, what a terrible strategy that would be. You know, I, but people do but it people all the time. people set themselves up for humiliation on purpose. I, I, I'll give you a perfect example. Twice. Because they're fucked up. Listen to this. Twice I stayed what? at a five-star hotel. I won't say which hotels they are, but, you know. Five-star, we get it. it <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one I, I I'm I not going to say the stars. I'm not going to say the name, but uh, it was it rhymes with more reasons not to stay there again because <laughs> uh, although I do I forgave, but not that particular branch. So they're like most people, I guess, are in a hotel. They get up, they're business people. They go out and they do their shit. So they're out of the hotel at nine in the morning or whatever. I'm a comedian. I'm asleep at noon. Mm -hmm. There's construction going on. I know. I saw, you, have you ever had that happen? Of course, always. And you always. hear this banging and... And I, like I called down. And it, this is the part I'm talking about where like, why do people just not tell you the truth right away? And I'm like, hello, what the fuck? I'm trying to sleep. I paid for this room. It's the Four Seasons or whatever hotel it was. <laughs> I mean, the more reasons... And they say, I'm so sorry, Mr. Moore, but we'll stop that. And they have no intention of stopping it. It's costing them whatever, $50,000 a day or something. And it just it just goes on. And you call back, I'm so sorry. And they're just like, you got to be fucking kidding. And then you go down to the lobby and you say, what the fuck? You keep telling me. And some guy comes out and says, yeah, we can't stop it. It's like, why didn't you tell me that right away? And, you know, switch my room. Crazy. That's people, why I never stay at hotels great. anymore. That's why I was. Where do you stay? Well, I just stay at my own damn farm. But you're in LA. You're, oh, I mean, when I'm over at the islands. Like, where are you staying now? Huh? Where are you, where are you staying now? You're, I have no idea. Yes, you do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I do have a place out of LA. 
in your place in L.A. Yeah. Gee, you're just one of the common people. How many well, other? Well, I live in a lovely neighborhood. <laughs> no, I do live in a lovely neighborhood that is, uh, you know, a nice neighborhood. I'm glad you were able to hang on to enough loot to have a bunch of fucking houses around the world because, you know, I think of you as like this. All wealth comes from land. You're like the share of comedy. Ah! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> wow, it's like the alarm in prison where they have to all get on the ground. <laughs> Hit the deck, boys. You get a shot with a rubber bullet. Uh, no, but you, you're very iconic. And, you know, you... I just you, try to do what I just try to put my. They can't get you down. Money you where know. my mouth is, or fuck it. Right. I just can't talk bullshit. No, I know or you. God will no, strike me down and send me straight to hell, where the serpent will rule my soul. I. I don't want to give in to the serpent. I. You know that's what the Bible says, but they they got it all MK Ultra, so women can't know what the Bible really says, Bill. Oh God, I, I mean, <laughs> there's so much to. I got just too exhausted to go back and pick apart the crazy all the way back to the first crazy, but it's something about the serpent. I don't think, I don't, I think the first part of what you said has merit, but I don't think we need to attribute this to the serpent. And, uh, <laughs> and by serpent. Um, I'm going back to uh, you really Genesis. Do you really believe in a serpent? Do you believe in the Bible? Like literally, are you a oh, Bible person? I'm a Torah person. Oh. Deal with that. I just want to see your face when I tell you that. I know, for folks who don't know the Bible, Torah is the first five books of the Bible. You know, the, the five books of Moses. The big ones. Genesis, Exodus, you know, all the big stuff happens. The earth is created, Garden of Eden. Going out from Egypt. Yes, of course. That's the Mo big one, going out yeah, from that's slavery. Exodus, yes. Exodusing slavery. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the Bible is just such a silly... Exodus, movement you, of the people. You know, it's just a book full of horrible morality and I know. pointless violence. It's just, as a, as a moral guide... It but is that's the, how they were. That's how they were, exactly. Yeah. But the idea that people today take it seriously and emulate and that, that's what... they should do that same shit? No, I don't think they should take almost any. Well, they think they should follow along with a, with a story that's supposed to be teaching them something, but they don't get the teaching of it. They, no, they do teach parables, but they're just horrible lessons. They're like, you know, Jacob pimped out his daughter to the king of Shlomazar so that he would curry political favor. And then the daughter was raped and so they, you know, burned down the whole village. I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> but, never, it's, it's no. never some good lesson. No, it's check terrible. It out. It's just. Check it out though. That's how they were. That's how, exactly. I'm just saying. That's they, how they were. Exactly. The problem is that they encoded that into a moral guide quote unquote, and it's the la the last thing you would want as a moral guide. But it, it leads up to something. What? It leads to, well, if you do the total Jewish gematria of Torah, okay. Gematria? Yeah. I don't know that word. I know you don't, but who cares? You don't need to. Well, I, I like- You're perfect how you are. I like learning. That's cool, but you are perfect how you are. I feel like the older I get, uh -huh. the more I approach on a daily or weekly or yearly basis being 
approach, not being, but approach being 100% of, you know, who I want to be at that moment, like accepting what I can't change and, you know, uh, changing, you know, that old thing, changing what I have the power to change, making the right decisions, not stupid decisions, um, you know, treating people the right way. You know, it's, that takes decades. And, you know, I just feel the needle does move toward a hundred, but of course you'd never get there. I mean, I'm, I re- these people who say in interviews, I have no regrets. I have regrets every day. There's not a day that goes by where you're like, I did everything just perfectly, even if it's something trivial. So, you know, you just do less and less as you get older. It's the, it's the compensating factor that we have for being this age because we're not as cute as we used to be. Well, I was never cute. You sure were. No, nobody ever wanted to fuck me. You know what? You actually grew me. into your age great. No, you look nobody good. ever no, wanted no, to you fuck look good me as in a Hollywood. As a and sep- now I thank God that that was correct. That you just have to, look, every age. Look, if, if I had had to, you know, get to the very tippy top of it, of Hollywood by blowing my way to the top, <laughs> I would have the worst shame ever. But I never right. had to do that. Right. You just did it for fun. <laughs> I just did it for free. Because you're a socialist. No, it all leads to this. It's all going to be so great in the future. What is? Everything. (laughs) It is, though. (laughs) I said this at Y2K, which they're trying to obscure all notions of Y2K, but I was right about Y2K and what was going to happen, and nobody listened to me. Nothing happened. Including you. Nothing happened. That's right. Nothing happened. Is that what you said all along? They inserted the O between the one and the one. All coders know this. I see. There was a one and a one, and everybody was obsessed that when the century turned, what was going to happen? Well, what did indeed happen right. is they added a, a zero between the one and the one, and all the banks crashed, just like everybody said was going to happen at banks, Y2K. But the banks didn't crash. Oh, yes, they did, and they crashed again in 2008. They crashed in 2008. They didn't crash in 2000. Y2K. Oh, yes, they did. Okay. But they tried to prevent well, it. You, they tried to prevent it by destroying evidence. I mean, I remember losing money in the year 2000, but it was because... Yeah, you did. I, I, yeah, because uh, I fell for, uh, again, better to be older and wiser in some ways. I fell for, like, the idea of, like, the Internet, which was kind of new, was going to be this, this rocket of economic <laughs> superstardom. And... Invested in a bunch of, you know, TubeSocks.com. Who's not going to want to get their tube socks? And, of course, we now have a company that everybody gets their tube socks from and everything else. But, yeah, there was a dot-com bubble burst around 2000. It had nothing to do with any of this. It did have to do with Y2K. It did not. But, yes, it okay. did economically. In I, the world of see, economics, the, it definitely did. You said... I mean, I remember reading about it. Then they started jacking up the prices. You had Check it out. They jacked up the prices. personalities. And every one of them is a mathematical genius. <laughs> so kiss our ass. <laughs> it's, but it, it's still seven, or did you have to lay a few off because of the pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> Three of them are working from home now. <laughs> um, 
Okay. There's only one now. Really? Yeah. Are you on meds? Hell yes. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I remember the, the pilot. Am I? The your... question is, have you never been on meds? That's the question you should ask. I remember the reboot, the pilot of the reboot of your show. Mm -hmm. You, the first scene, you and Goodman are trading your pills. Yeah. You can't afford to have all the pills you need. Yeah. You know, that is your genius. Yeah, I Encaps wrote that. Encapsulating a blue collar concern in a way right. that people. Oh, they hate the blue collars. Yeah, but you, that's the nerve you hit, and you hadn't. When I saw no, that scene, I was like, oh. back on on that one. Well. No, they know what, what they're doing. What, <laughs> what do you think of this guy who sang um, Richmond, North of Richmond? I sent him an email. I want to interview you. And what, here's what comes back. This can't be real. He probably He's probably a big fan. And it's somebody else's name, but not his. And so I sent back, but it is real. Right. And then I said, are you a publicist? And I haven't heard back. <laughs> Because you know, publicists but, are the most is, evil people on earth. You know that, Bill. <laughs> what I know is tell the truth. They are of the snake. Don Henley, when they had put him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the Eagles, he was talking about Irving Azoff, is their longtime manager and now mogul, and he said, "People in the industry think of him as Satan, but he's our Satan." And that's what you want in your publicist. You want you, you want Satan on your side. <laughs> so, you know. That's like that Azov clan over there in the Ukraine, the Azovs. That that's very different. That sounds like oh. Fox News stuff. It's true. The same name. I feel. Well, that ain't Fox News shit. Irving Azov, the <laughs> mogul manager, has nothing to do. With the with, Azov with clan? The, with whatever's going on in Ukraine, I promise you. I uh, bet he does. Unless the Eagles are playing Kiev. <laughs> I'm old. Like I don't get half the shit I used you, to. You look, you're doing fine. You you know what? You don't. I don't like this you, aging you don't shit. Have, what you don't have is old energy, which is good. You have young energy. That's what it's not. Yes, people can see that we're not 25 anymore, but it's like the way you conduct yourself. You know, at a certain point, like Biden is a perfect example of the other part of this. Biden, Biden. do I think he can do the job as president? Yes, because government is done in small rooms making quiet decisions. Do I think he's up to running? No, because there is the perception because he just looks and moves and stumbles verbally. And so it's just there is an oldness that he cannot escape. It is a monster that is chasing him. Perception is reality. He has to step aside. I think it's Jim Carrey in a mask playing him. Jim Carrey did play him on Saturday Night Live for a season. I know, but like going up the stairs and falling that many times, only Jim Carrey could do that so brilliantly. There, I, It's funny you say that because I've said this before about Jim. Like a lot, most parts... You, you know, they have a list of people who can play this. And it's like, yeah, they get the first guy they want. But if they don't, sometimes the second guy. There's, the Hollywood is full of stories of, of stars who turned down a part, which turned out to be a hit movie for, oh, Ryan O'Neill. And Burt Reynolds could have had it, but he didn't. Like Klaus Schwab used to be uh, Colonel Klink on Hogan's Heroes. 
Brilliant casting. I mean, you know, he was. You don't was, remember Hogan's Heroes? Oh, of course I do. I loved Hogan's Heroes. Remember that, Colonel Clank? Of course, Werner Klemperer. He, yeah. was the, he was the son of Otto Klemperer, a, a great German composer or Oh, a not maestro. him. I'm talking about the fat, bald one. That's that's Sergeant Schultz. Char yeah, that one. That's, that's Klaus Schwab. John Banner as Sergeant Schultz. Yeah, yes. Sergeant Schultz is Brilliant. Klaus Schwab. In real life? Yeah. So who's, but who's Klaus Schwab? The head of the WEF. What's that? Google it. Is that the bank <laughs> that controls everything? WEF? What oh, is the name of the that bank? The Bank of International Settlements in Bern, Switzerland. So the, the Bank of International Settlements. That's where all wars are de decided. They meet there, but it's not the Swiss. It can't be the Swiss themselves. They're they're not secretly running the world. The bank I get is there, but everybody uses Swiss banks. Who wants to keep their? Although in recent years they've eroded a lot of those privacy laws with Switzerland. I mean, it's not quite as in the vault as it used to be. Yeah, you know, it's called the Bank of International Settlements, and it's the central bank and, of and, all and central banks. Trace me through how they get to make the decision. Is it about what they're, they finance certain armaments that, they're, that are then it's too lucrative to not fight a war with these armaments? Is it that kind of thing? Because how does the bank control the war? Well, banks control all the wars. How? <laughs> well, they finance all the wars. I'll, I'll concede this. They go okay. and they sell. Their job Here's is the to stir up wars and arm both sides for profit. Okay. There's a book. Check it out. It's <laughs> on the internet. Um, there's a book. They make money from wars. Uh, yes, Halliburton. Yes, we understand people do. Okay. I mean, and during World War II, they uh, prosecuted war profiteers. I mean, it was not something that went unpunished. Mm -hmm. There's a, a very famous play called All My Sons. Mm -hmm. Do you know that play? Mm -mm. The movie, a very famous movie, black and white, Edward G. Robinson. He's a, he's a maker of planes. And he makes planes and scrimps on the bolts a little bit, and mm. people go down because the wing doesn't work right. And one of them is his son, who's in the war. And oh, God, what and, a paradox. And that's the title. They were all my sons. Oh, wow. So that was very much on the minds of people back then. Not, not cool war profiteering. That went away mm -hmm. as corporations, and we're on mm -hmm. the page with this, you know, the Pentagon. Eisenhower had it right, military yeah, industrial did. complex. It's just something that never, it's the one thing the Republicans and Democrats always agree. agree on is that the Pentagon needs more money, which really means defense contractors, mm -hmm. which is different than defense. And the, the, pen, the budget of the Pentagon is like the Virgin Mary. It is sacred, it is immaculate, it cannot be touched, and it just goes up With and up. With no up. accountability. With very little accountability, uh, yes, like they charging fifteen thousand yeah. dollars for a screwdriver. But that's part of just a kind of corrupt, greasy end of the empire system that happens in countries. It's not like a deliberate conspiracy. It's just happened. It just happens when people slowly evolve, getting lazier and greedier. Mm -hmm. There's a book 
called, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but the, the thesis of it is that government uses crises as a way to get a policy in they always wanted to get in. Yeah, they do. And the, the example, the prime example would be the Iraq war, you know. Yeah, the Republicans prime. wanted to go back to Iraq and kick Saddam Hussein's ass, you know. Well, so he, did the Democrats. They went along, but it wasn't like George Bush. He tried to kill my daddy. No, but you the know. Democrats went right along with it. They did. Most of them, not all. All of them always do the same thing and act like they ain't going to. Not all of them. That's how Obama got elected president, partly because he was the one who was right about the Iraq war. He was not for the Iraq war. That but then set... he bombed eight countries. Sometimes presidents have to bomb. They do. The world is full of shitty people plotting against us. Sometimes presidents have to kill you. Yes, that's true. You're the one who like speaks the truth. That's the truth. So you can live comfortably in Hawaii and Texas and California and I don't know how many other states, and we can enjoy our cushy lifestyle. Yes, there are bad guys out there. They're, they're not all uh, rooting for us. And uh, they're like the pigs, some of them, in your forest. They want right. what you have. And sometimes you got to bomb them. But we would try not to. I feel that Jimmy Carter is a heroic president because he's the one president never fired a shot. Now, if he had been president after 9-11, he probably would have had to fire a shot or two. But never fired a shot. That's very rare. Presidents pull the trigger a lot. Now, should Clinton have, like, bombed Serbia in, when was that, 1998, the Balkan Wars? I mean, that's... That's a big thing, to bomb another European country. It's a little presumptuous. Like, but, you know, they were going to annihilate the possibly the Muslims in Kosovo. I mean, it was like, those are the decisions. Like, people make, and you want the people in office to be sober. That's why, like, Biden, I, I'm not opposed you to him. You think Biden's sober? I, I, I'm not opposed to him being president, but he's going to lose. He's going to lose to Trump, who just next to Biden looks like James Brown at the Apollo. And he's 77. But it just, that just one guy just looks, the, the angrier Trump gets, the more he uh, looks invigorated. He fucking killed it in his mugshot. Yeah, he could he not have done better in that mugshot. I got to yeah. give him that. It was killed. Great. It was. I mean, you could any other any other actor. You could give a hundred takes. Greatest show on earth. Any other supermodel, Mm -hmm. and they couldn't have nailed it. And he he only got one take, and he did that was exactly the look he wanted. Mm -hmm. Andrew Sullivan said he was trolling the Constitution. Is he still your boy? Who? Trump. Oh my God! You're not going there. Well, I'm just now you're I'm trying just, to get pick another fist fight between us. No, I'm just asking. I don't give a shit. You think I? You think it's not going to affect my love for you? That's the whole, not the whole point. One of the main points of this thing we're doing here is that I love to talk to people who I don't agree with on Me every. Me too. Yes. We should we all, all be able to talk exactly. to each Exactly. We should other. all be able That's to talk. That's the fucking point. Right, and still come away of America. Uh, right. That's, I, I mean, Long may it wave. <clears throat> I had Candace Owens here, and um, 
you know, it just made me think so many of the things she says, she, she's very funny. When she says something I totally agree with, it, I mean, she's just a, she's like a comic going straight yeah, at it. I mean, the, the ref needs to call the match sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it's not a fair fight. Mm-hmm. But then she's, it's like, what I thought was like, this is the challenge of America. How to get along with someone who you think, oh, this person is so on the money on A, B, C, and D, but is insane <laughs> about E and F, or in your case, G H J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z, double A, double B, double C, double D. You would call you, but people like, but you're on your side. You call common sense crazy. Me personally, you're talking about? No, your your way of thinking. Based on facts? No, mine is. Yours is not. Mine is totally facts. Yours is based on anything anyone says on the internet. That is so fucking untrue. It is very true. It I is mean, so not I true. I don't know how you got sucked into the Fox News vortex. I, I didn't get sucked. I, I hate Fox I think Fox they have one News. of those swirly things. I hate Fox and News. And it was like, I hate Roseanne. Fox News. You hate Fox News? Uh-huh, always have. But that's where you get things like, you know, what you got you in trouble. What? I mean, there's memes in the right-wing media sphere that, you know, need checking out and vetting, and people don't. People just, if they see it on the screen, it's, you know, somebody asked me recently, what scares you? I think they were going to, thinking I was going to say COVID or some stupid thing like that. It was like, what scares me is the human brain and, like, how crazy people can be. Again, not about everything, but, like, how much crazy there is out there, and yet, you know, life doesn't just, <laughs> as it seems like it should, just completely go off the rails. We get up, we drive, we go places, we come home. Sometimes shit happens, but mostly we're living our best lives. And it's like with all these crazy people out there. It's that, that's what scares me, <clears throat> is that at some point uh, there's got to be a, a, a reckoning with all that crazy. Well, I think we're all crazy to someone. I definitely think we're a too conformist society, whereas when people step outside the bounds of what is the one true opinion, I call Mm -hmm. it, you know, the conventional wisdom, you're some sort of heretic. That's why I say, I want people to hear everything you think, because yes, once in a while, like the crazy person, this we saw this with COVID, everything that the people who were supposed to be crazy were saying, Oh, now the studies come out, and oh, yeah, the masks were not good for you, breathing in your own CO2, something I said like the first week of the thing. Okay, I'm the crazy person, but a lot of times the crazy person, after some time, turns out to be not so crazy. Mm-hmm. I forget what brought that up, but I'm getting like you. I'm... It goes like for me that my, my tweet was about a militarized government. Uh, under the Obama administration, and uh, what does that mean? A militarized government? Governments control the military. We have a military. We're not a militarized government. Not I'm yet. Sorry, militarized <laughs> police force. Well, the police in America did. They went through a period. That's when tanks showed up in the streets. Yes, I remember doing editorials on this. That. 
um, especially after the Iraq War, the military, you know, America, always run by, how can we make money on this? Everybody in America is Milo Minderbender in Catch-22. So they had, like, excess jeeps and tanks and shit that came home from the war. It's like, what can we do with this shit? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I bet you we can sell it to police departments. Wouldn't you like a tank if you were the sheriff? Uh, and that's what they did. And they said, so the... I remember doing a new rule, and it was after the riots in Boston, maybe after the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, not riots, the uh, manhunt, and like it was like when did it's when, all horrible. When, did, when did Boston get an army? I gotta go to bed, Bill. <laughs> well, that's honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not because I said something bad. I'm just tired. Okay. I'm shit. I, I love that you. It's always right out there. Like, it hit you. You were like, I'm not going to bullshit or like slowly pee. I'm just, hey, I'm ready to go to bed. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you doing this. I had fun. I saw you laughing many times. That is what made me love this. It was all hilarious. It was hilarious. (laughs) 